0: what's up everyone this is josh peterson of humanic media and i'm gerald glassford and we're from the pop culture cosmos and the pcc multiverse and you're listening to weird a two dudes podcast right here on the ace podcast network i feel like there's a joke in here somewhere i know that's really weird isn't it
1: ace podcast weird Weird news podcast.
0: Weird news podcast. Ooh, so some weird news coming at you live in 3D. Take it,
1: Craig. Oh, I'm back. Oh, wait, sorry. What's up? Uh, you know, I was just kind of, you know, working on those vocal skills. Yeah. yeah. Well, you need to do a little more work, now, You I'm were afraid. doing all the singing. I was just the guy in the back. I was yeah. the background. Vocals. You know what you were? You were
0: harmony, harmonizing that's good i was e-harmony hey we got no reviews this week is that a good thing or, bad or this today this day this day no reviews that's well, sad uh, makes me sad you know okay. we had tiger blood shark kitten cat. one
1: something capuchin something. last
0: last week tiger shark blood Di- tiger blood tiger kitten Ti- cat Kid, <laughs> Kit cat blood cat tiger blood kitten Tiger Blake getting not win last last uh, week. Had left us a review, so if you're listening and you haven't left us a review, please do so. We love to start the show on a positive note, even if it's a negative review. We we make it a positive thing because somebody
1: took the time to to. Uh, you okay? I'm looking at all the cuts on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I've been. Are you that bored? I've been tiling my bathroom. Yeah, right? yeah. And I've got. I can't tell many times I've run my hand across a a tile and sliced my hand. I got. I got one, two, scissor hands over three, here. Three, four. But, and, you know, I'm just too old for this garbage. Yeah, you like, are. I'm like, I'm getting exhausted doing this. Well,
0: sure. Mayonnaise, spring like chicken. Get,
1: like, I mean, like, awkward, like, you know, these are like better than yoga poses. I like. told
0: you before, we're in the fourth quarter. No, we're third quarter. Well, if we live to be 100, we're in the third quarter.
1: Science is really making strides. See, we could live to yeah. be 120. Do you want to? Don't want to what? Live to be 120. No, I thought we were just making up crap. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to live that long.
0: I don't think. <laughs> Uh, I Ask just, me when I'm winning my team. I was just, I was just, I was just playing along. I don't, so anyway, go to our website. Go to uh, www.weirdnewspodcast.com. Www. Www. dot. dot com, and from there you can uh, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, whatever we got. Uh, but uh, you can also go to iTunes from there, buddy. You uh, and leave us a review, buddy. A uh, necktie. <laughs> But since we got no reviews, we can go straight to Top Story. Top Story.
1: Florida police allegedly crashed funeral home to unlock phone with slain man's fingerprints. That's going a
0: little too far, you ask me, Craig.
1: Well, I was just watching a show on Netflix. I won't name it. Why? Well, I just won't. But they had to take a dead guy's thumb. Are you serious? What? They, they they did this. Well, no, they had to, they were trying. It's a it's a dark comedy. But they were oh, they had, so it's
0: it's it's not a documentary.
1: No, it's a dark comedy. Oh, okay. They had but they just took a guy's. They had to go. They had to go fetch a guy's dis <laughs> dis you know dismembered. Is that the right word? I think so. Or a thumb. Yeah. It was and uh, severed thumb. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, severed thumb. And um, use it on his computer to unlock it. How about that? <laughs> well, this isn't fiction.
0: You know what this also this also is. In Florida. I was going to miss it. Largo, Florida.
1: Police detectives entered a funeral home in Clearwater and attempted to unlock the phone of a man killed in March by another officer at a traffic stop using the deceased man's hands, the Tampa Bay Times reported. Victoria Armstrong, the fiance of late Linus F. Philip, told the paper she felt what is, so what, 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 disrespected and violated. What do you think the F stood for? Felix. Fun. Fun.
0: <laughs> Linus Fun Philip? Yeah, Linus. No, F- Felix. L-
1: no, Linus F Philip, where the F is Franklin. for fancy. <laughs> Franklin. Fantastic. Fernando.
0: <laughs> Ferret. Fast. Linus Fast Phillips. Fat. Fat could be. Thumbless. <sighs> <laughs> we know that. No, he had a thumb. But go ahead. They, they didn't dismember his thumb. I just thumb. want you to get this out of your system. I'm done. I, I'm just curious. When they don't include a third name, but they do include an initial.
1: She felt disrespected and violated after police, police entered the funeral home. Up, she Francis. was present at and attempted to use Phillip's corpse to unlock the device. Right there in the
0: walk, funeral well, home. You
1: can at least walk up like you're paying respects. Yeah. Oh, I'm his friend. <laughs> they should have done that. And just leaned over so slowly and picked his hand to probably snap his arm off.
0: And you can even act like you're patting his hand or yeah, something. Like, so I'm miss you miss so you.
1: bad. You're the big. <laughs> Boop. <laughs> oh hang on i got a call the police may not have been violating the hang law on, by Francis. doing so but phillips family certainly felt the move was disrespectful i've got to agree with them yeah i think so too armstrong 28 happened to be at sylvan abbey funeral home in clearwater the day two detectives showed up with phillips phone she said uh they were taken to phillips's uh corpse <laughs> right this way why did they say take it to him? Why did they say his corpse? It's like he's got an extra person with him. That's Philip there. That, that guy over there, that's his corpse. Go to the corpse. Then they tried to unlock the phone by holding the body's hands up to the phone's fingerprint sensor. Lieutenant Randall Cheney said it was an unsuccessful attempt to access and preserve data on the phone to aid in the investigation into Philip's death at a separate inquiry into drugs that involved uh, Philip 30 is that his name philip 30 (laughs) Philip 30 his brother's philip 29 while cheney and uh while cheney said detectives didn't think they'd need a warrant because there is no expectation of privacy after death uh and opinion several legal experts affirmed the actions didn't sit right with the phillips family that's rude cheney uh added that as far as he was aware this was the first time the department has attempted to unlock a phone in this manner. It is not clear from the Times report uh, what kind of phone Phillips owned, but if it was an iPhone, the 48 hour window in which the device could be unlocked with a fingerprint alone would have long expired. True. <laughs> it, it, it's unconstitutional for police to search cell phones without a warrant, and living criminal nah. suspects can cite Fifth Amendment protections against self-incrimination if police demand to know the password to a phone. Uh-huh. But courts have ruled the Fifth, Agre- uh, Fifth Amendment protections do not apply to devices with fingerprint-based security on the legal standing understanding that fingerprints are like other kinds of biometric indicators such as dna or handwriting samples no no that's a, no. That's a
0: load that is a load you know this is such a serious thing too that apple has well, been, now, ta- been taking they've been taken to court
1: over i mean with my passwords and with my iphone 10 i'd be lying in the coffin they'd just reach over and just aim the phone at me and say oh, that's his face <laughs> I don't think it would. I think I think after you
0: after you've been embalmed, you still resemble the human person that no, you were. I think it would. I think it's pretty good at it. I don't. I don't think so. I don't well, think let so. Let me let me kill you and we'll find out. Whatever. Mine doesn't have face Oh You recognition. Don't have an iPhone. I've got 10. a I've got a seven still. I'm going to keep it too. Kind <laughs>
1: of seven. Don't
0: you phone shame me? That's so cute. I still wear a pebble, too. What do you think about that?
1: Well, I don't. I try not to think about it. There you go. I ain't ain't ashamed. In any case, (laughs) the dead have few legal rights, according to the Times. That's sad. Uh, In Florida, there are a few laws governing who may have access to a dead person in the care of a funeral home. The law has been most cruel, really unforgiving... To a dead person. Yeah, but they don't care. Southampton Law School Associate Professor Remigius, Remigius, Remigius. R.N. told the Times, it provides no entitlement or legal rights after death Man, to a deceased Man, for
0: a guy named Remigius Nabuzzi, he sure does talk Southern. Yeah, he's been here a while.
1: <laughs> he lost his accent. Yeah, he lost it. Maybe we help him find it. Nobody even calling us. From the facility to let us know, detectives. Nope. Let me try that again. Nobody even no it says that. I read it right. It does yeah. Nobody even calling us. Nobody even calling us from the facility to let us know detectives were coming there at all is very disturbing. So Aren't they just walked in, walked up to the coffin, and took his hand and put yeah. it on the phone. I'm very skeptical of all funeral homes now. With increasing amounts of personal data stored on mobile devices, U.S. authorities have become particularly aggressive about seeking access to them for over a decade. The FBI and Department of Justice have been publicly complaining about encryption and demanding tech companies design convenient backdoors. Of course they want that. To bypass their password security, though federal, state, and law, uh, local police uh, police forces have been quietly buying devices designed to crack smart, uh, crack phone security. Uh, without said back doors at the same Time well it's not like they, they don't seem too concerned about knowing the The combination to your safe at home No no, no. It, no.
0: <laughs> okay speaking of Security and data and all this have you ever Downloaded uh, your Facebook Information I uh, once I did that today I haven't looked at it's it yet lot. I did it when I was going to close my account for a while Apparently they have a lot of information I'm, I'm anxious to get in there and look at what My file says I downloaded It right before coming to the studio and it's on my desktop.
1: Oh, yeah, they even know. They, 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 in fact, if I read far enough in, they tell me how I'm going to die.
0: <laughs> and the police are going to come check your thumbprint.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, headline is School Teacher. Oh, wait a minute. I got to do this. Haven't <laughs> been, been able to play this short little ditty. Yeah. Headline is School Teacher Furious at KFC for Not Cooking Him Chicken. Isn't that what they do?
1: Get furious? No, cook him chicken. You'd think so. Well, I, pro- I don't know if they, in particular, this person, they are there to cook him chicken, but I guess they do. Well, know, they a, cook anybody who walks in the door co- chicken. Paying, even if you're not paying?
0: Well, he's paying. How do you know? Because he's mad. Transferring
1: quite a bit. A
0: primary school teacher claims KFC staff refused to cook him any chicken. Michael Roberts is still seething with the fast food giant about the incident oh, at, the, so mad. at the Muttley Plain Branch in Plymouth. The 32-year-old turned up at 10... Dot 30 p.m. one night (laughs) this week. Looking forward to tucking into some fried chicken. That's late since they probably close at 11. I don't know what the term tucking into fried chicken means. I don't either, but it sounds fun. He claims he was told his chances of a meal were slim because the number of customers' orders were piling in. It's 1030 at night. What does he expect? But according to an interview with the Plymouth Herald. I think at 1030 at night it would be pretty slow. Fuming Michael didn't think that it was a good enough excuse. This guy needs to get a life. If he's, if he's fuming over not Do being Do they a, call him fuming Michael? Yes, that's what it says right there. I know. Is that what his friends call him? <laughs> yeah, here comes fuming Michael. Ooh, those fumes. Ooh. <laughs> he stank. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we call fuming Craig whatever. He claimed things then went from bad to worse when he told when staff told him that he would have to wait potentially up to half an hour by which point the store would be shut for the night. He said, "Jason, you, you can place hang, your order. Yeah, you can hang out, but
1: we're going to close. <laughs>
0: we'll cook it, but you won't be able to get it." They would have been closed, he said. He alleges that when he got up to the counter, all staff could offer him were already prepared chicken wings as they were ready to lock up. Okay,
1: here's here's wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Let's say they close it. 11 o'clock they do if yeah. you're there at 10 30 if yeah. you're there at 10 30 10 now we know working in restaurants we were younger we hate those people oh yeah but the thing is and i don't want to be there that late because i don't know what they do to my food i want to be able to have full visibility of what's going on with my food <laughs> but here's the thing you tell the guy you're here before we close we'll he legitimately you. should be able to get some food I agree. and then you tell him we well, hang out if you want we're gonna be locking up and you're not getting any food because you no, he's there yeah i agree
0: with you and there were rules i mean there were plenty of times we had to stay 30 minutes after closing because someone was still eating or you know I just gotten there and gotten their food. Anyway, Michael claims do he,
1: not go up to a store that's about to close. Nah. And A.
0: No, take our word for it. None
1: of you A make any kind of an order. B, if you're going to be brave and do the first one, don't make demanding orders. Right. Don't make complicated don't orders. Don't be fuming. Don't be fuming. <laughs> Whatever you do Michael says he wasn't the don't only be one. A fuming, don't be a fuming, Michael. There's the band name, fuming, fuming Michael.
0: Michael. <laughs> this week's band name. We didn't have one last show, really. Not, not really. Uh, claiming that at least one customer stormed out. I'm still quite irate, he said. It's just unacceptable. Michael claims he was offered a discount, but thinks it wasn't good enough. If it had been a fish and chip shop, he said, mm, he'd have understood. But those things could, would be different for a big chain. Not good, to be honest, he said. They could have told us when we walked in. Not only that, but he said the staff had been a bit rude. It's been a tough time for KFC this year, with some even calling it the Great Chicken Famine of 2018. Is many, this happening in England? Yeah, it must be. Many branches. I thought it was Plymouth. Uh, uh, Mass? Yeah, but it's not, apparently. Uh, many branches Plymouth were Rock. low. Yeah, but we're low on stock last month after bad weather delayed their delivery trucks at leaving them offering only a limited menu. Back in February, KFC stores were all closed all over the UK due to a supplier issue and local police, which we covered all that when it happened. Michael Roberts in true teacher fashion added fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Or I always say previous preparation prevents poor performance. The five P's. Previous preparation prevents poor performance. Remember that, Craig. That's free. I think uh, I've said I that before. I won't remember that. <laughs> it's the five Ps. A spokesman for the company said, as far as we can confirm, this didn't happen. So they're saying he made the whole thing up. Well, of
1: course they are, because they're getting free chicken. Well, whatever. Let's go from chicken to pizza. Man charged with domestic violence for allegedly attacking a woman with pizza. <laughs> you can attack me with pizza all you want. A man in Ohio has been charged with domestic violence after allegedly attacking a woman with pizza, according to police. Kenneth Evans, 24, was, that's his name, Kenneth Evans, 24, yeah. was arrested just before, there are a lot of Kenneth Evans up there, and they just have to number them. They do. So uh, big Kenneth family. Anyway, was arrested just before midnight Tuesday after police were called to a home in Massery, Massery, anyway, somewhere in Cleveland, uh, in reference to domestic violence, according to the police report filed by the Brookfield Township Police Department. When officers arrived at the home, they observed tires in the street and could hear yelling from the inside of the residence, The report says they could also see the alleged victim looking out from an upstairs window. There he is right there. No one answered when one of the officers knocked on the door, but they could hear, but they could still hear yelling. (laughs) Yelling. Yelling. One of the officers then attempted to open the door, but Evans allegedly slammed it shut, police said. He then announced that... Wait, he did what? What did he do? Slammed it shut. (laughs) Nice. Police said he uh, announced that he was a police officer and pushed the door open. Everyone, I am a police officer. I shall now push this door open. Once inside, the officer saw Evans, who was obviously intoxicated. The report states, although he was screaming and belligerent, he immediately complied with the officer's commands after one pointed a stun gun at <laughs> yeah, him and ordered to. him uh, don't tase me bro ordered him to sit <laughs> on the floor however evans was still screaming according to the report the alleged victim told the responding officers that the incident began inside the car as she was driving him uh, home the report states the let's see she said evans was screaming at her and repeatedly pushed her head while she was driving
0: <laughs> well is he not handcuffed
1: This was when they were getting a ride home, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. At one point, Evans hit the woman in the face with a pizza. (laughs) Here's a pizza to the face. Now I want pizza. (laughs) The woman told police later he punched the dashboard repeatedly and kicked the door when exiting the car. Police said the woman suffered an apparent minor injury. Yeah, she had a pepperoni in her eye. Yeah. (laughs) Steaming pepperoni to the eye. Uh, Oh, another band name. Pepperoni to the eye.
0: (laughs) Steaming pepperoni to the eye. Steaming pepperoni
1: to the eye later he tried to fight the neighbor threw tires into the roadway and smashed a mailbox according to the report this guy's got a lot of energy is he he on like pcp he flipped the couch and continued screaming and throwing things pepperoni cheese pizza pcp evans yes (laughs) nice there you go you're on you're on today i'm trying evans denied touching the victim saying that the two were arguing and he flipped the couch I just flipped the couch. He was highly intoxicated, and his mood was rapidly shifting, the report states. (laughs) He's a mood shifter. The house was completely trashed with the couch upside down against the wall. (laughs) And the tires in the street. Oh, boy. Another man named Tires in the Street. Or Angry Badger. What about Angry
0: Badger? (laughs) Headline is, Very Angry Badger Seizes Part of a 500-Year-Old Castle in Scotland. Badger? Badger? (laughs) <laughs> we don't need we no, stinking, no stinking, badgers. stinking badger it's like something from a monty python sketch portions of a 16th century scottish castle were recently closed to the public due to a very angry badger the tunnel is and that person that castle, hands out the badges to people it is the Carrington castle was closed last week because of the animal they had to close the castle because of an angry badger well yeah said his story don't care which manages the property the badger apparently wandered in from a it's not clear what the animal did to leave the impression that it was very angry. Observers on Twitter suggested feeding mushrooms, peanuts, and peanut butter to the badger, but cameras sent in on Saturday revealed that the historic Scotland's cat food plot may have worked, as the creature appeared to have fled the scene. However, the wait, badger... Wait, they yeah, left cat food for him? They did. And he didn't like it or did like it? <laughs> well, he fled the scene, apparently. But, Craig, here's where it gets interesting. The badger dug through loose soil and stonework, leaving behind a mess... The Scotsman reported, although the tunnel will stay shuttered while it's clean, the rest of the castle will be open to tourists, which is good news, because if you go all the way to Scotland, you want to see the 500-year-old Scottish castles. Badgers. We don't need no
1: thinking badgers. I've heard about this, but I haven't really read into it too much. In a leaked memo, Apple warns employees to stop leaking <laughs> information. <laughs> funniest headline of the episode because it was leaked (laughs) yes in a leaked memo (laughs) that that's just saying i'll show you tim cook
0: apple sent out a memo demanding employees stop leaking information please stop leaking information immediately after leaking this memo (laughs) and the memo was actually attached to this article
1: but i didn't include it because it was like 17 pages long apple inc Warned employees to stop leaking internal information on future plans and raise the specter of potential legal action and criminal charges. One of the most aggressive moves by the world's largest technology company to control information about its activities. The Cupertino, California-based company I have said, a large Cupertino, please. Please, I believe I ordered the large Cupertino. <laughs> Hello, Hello. this Lipton's Cupertino. <laughs> <laughs> said in a lengthy memo posted to its internal blog that it caught. Twenty-nine leakers. What did it do with them? Like in a net, put them in a cage. Last year, it and noted that up. twelve of those were arrested. These people not only lose their jobs, they can face extreme difficulty finding employment elsewhere. <laughs> I dare you to read it like Tim Cook. <laughs> Apple added. The company declined to comment on Friday. <laughs> Apple outlines situations in which. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, how do those Auburn guys <laughs> talk, Aaron? That's a low blow. Uh, Apple outlined situations <laughs> in which information was leaked to the media, including a meeting earlier this year with Apple's software engineer, uh, engineering head, Craig, uh, Craig Federighi. I, yep. never could, I never have could problems with him. the
0: name Craig?
1: <laughs> Craig, <yeah>, Craig <laughs> Federighi. I never knew how to pronounce his name. F- Federighi, anyway. Told employees that some planned iPhone software features would be delayed. Uh, yeah, I heard about that. I guess it was leaked. <laughs> it was. Apple also cited a yet to be released software package that revealed details about the unreleased iPhone X, or I call it the iPhone 10, and new Apple Watch. Leaked information about new product, about a new product, can negatively impact sales. No, it won't. Not with uh, Apple. Of current models, uh, give rivals more time to begin a competitive response. That might be true, and lead to fewer sales. When the new product launches, according to the memo, making excuses for your phone's not selling, we want the chance to tell our customers why the product is great. What they want to do is showboat it on stage and act like it's a bigger deal than it is and not uh, have that poorly done by someone else. Greg Joswiak, an Apple product marketing executive, said in the memo, you know, uh, Tim Cook, he does not have the stage presence that Steve Jobs had at all. Steve, you could be watching it streaming at home and still be scared. Steve was just the master. No, of that. Steve was good. But there's still such a thick layer of poop on the outside of everything they put. I mean I, and I've got all Apple products. S- speaking of that I've got all Apple products. You know, yeah, we're but, Apple, but there's people. still a la- there's still a
0: layer that you just can't, you know. I, I love I love Apple products because they work. And they keep working. No, my, they just keep My working. IMAx
1: is a piece of junk at home. It never has worked right.
0: Headline is bathroom hand dryers are spraying poo at you. Study finds. Yeah, this is a big deal here. I yep. posted this one on the Facebook. You yes, sure did. While we might hope bathroom hand dryers are helping to clean and dry our hands, a new study has suggested that they are, in fact, covering them in poo. <laughs> That's gross. The University of Connecticut carried out a study to identify whether the dryers were helping to disperse germs or just re- redistributing well, sucks them. Sucks them up in it. The paper published in the Applied and Environmental Microbiology found that dryers spread germs. The unhygienic process begins when you flush the toilet with the lid open. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah, most of the time, unless the bathroom's really small. Yeah. I would think that you go like our theater we always go to. The, yeah, the, that's dryers the are way, I of. They're way away from those stalls. Yeah,
0: and that's the only place I use a hand dryer because there's no other option yeah, there. Yeah, there's no option. Except the, the guy paper. in front of your shirt. <laughs> that never ends well. The unhygienic process begins, as I said, when you flush the toilet with the lid open. And, and Craig, most public bathrooms don't have lids; they have. You've said that before. Seats, but you know no lids. Your toilets. Absolutely. You do know your toilets. I did, I did a study on Nashville toilets. It's just kind of not a published study, but when I was working as an office repairman, I had the perf- I found the perfect bathroom one day in a building. So if I was ever out and had to go to the bathroom, I drove to this building in the heart of downtown <laughs> That's Nashville, dedication. went to the seventh floor perfect bathroom no doors it had a walk around thing like you'd use in a photography darkroom uh the the or or or, let me think walmart yeah sensors on the flush so uh those can those can double cross you though uh sensors for
1: no reason Soap
0: soap dispenser sensors and um water water was automatic so you didn't have to touch anything you pulled the paper towels out it was perfect loved it anyway well i think we all feel better now knowing so when you flush the toilet where that was no i'm not uh this sin i'll tell you it was in the vanderbilt area it's probably the marriott marriott was awesome this sends fecal particles into there you talk about your fecal surprise where they linger Ah. until you turn on the hand dryer these particles are then heated up in the machine and spat back out onto your wet hands which oh you got warm poo on your hand (laughs) that's gross this also means that if your toilet is in your bathroom at home and your toothbrush is exposed, yep. there's probably. I've heard studies on that, and I do keep mine in the medicine cabinet, sealed up.
1: Oh, I keep, I keep
0: mine right on top of the toilet. I keep mine in the living room now, actually. <laughs> keep it in the car. <laughs> this, so these results indicate that many kinds of bacteria, including potential path- pathogens and spores, can be deposited on hands You're exposed to bathroom hand dryers, and the spores could be dispersed throughout buildings and deposited on hands. By hand dryers as well, the study concluded. This is a long one. I'm gonna be exhausted. Yes, yeah, a long one, but this remind, it's very reminiscent of a movie that was uh, Tom by, Hanks. Yep. What was that called? Terminal or something? Yeah, Terminal. I think so it was terminal. terminal.
1: Yeah. syria man stranded at Malaysia airport for weeks. Now Hassan Al Kantar's plight emerged good. as he began posting videos of himself at the Kuala Lumpur international airport two not to be confused with the first one (laughs) this is is number two this is number two (laughs) not number one he says he was deported from the uae to malaysia in 2016 after losing his work permit uh, permit when war broke out in syria he says he is unable to enter malaysia and that his attempts to reach cambodia and ecuador were also in vain yeah ecuador the airport and Malaysia's immigration department did not immediately respond to journalists' requests for a comment. Speaking on a call over WhatsApp, a worried and distressed Mr. I'm kind of thinking this must not be the same guy because WhatsApp wasn't around that far back, was it? Yeah, I think so. This is like Terminal Wars called years ago. Anyway,
0: um, speaking over. Oh, no. Co- this oh, maybe is, this is a current
1: update. This, this,
0: is not the, uh, this, this is not what the movie was based on. It was just. A, this is just reminiscent of oh, a movie. Oh, you reminded you? Yeah, it reminded me of a movie.
1: Speaking on a call over WhatsApp, a worried and distressed Mr. Alcantar told the BBC that he has lost count over the number of days he spent stuck in limbo. Wow. Man, because I could never, when the stick got really low... <laughs> Do you think he had to, like... I could do it on skates, but if I didn't have
0: skates, no way. Yeah, yeah. Now
1: (laughs) we would just snap our back. Our spine would just... Yeah, we're way too old for that. I am desperate for help. I can't live in this airport any longer, and the uncertainty is driving me crazy. Can you imagine? It feels like my life hit a new low. Yes, I'd say so. He added, adding that he hadn't had a proper shower and had run out of clean clothes. I flew to the UAE to find work... But because of the conflict, I lost both my work permit and my job there, and I've been on the run since. He's had the runs ever since. Yeah, because he uses the dryers in the bathrooms. Right, Mr. Alcantar said he was deported by the UAE to a holding center, or as they spell it Centra. <laughs> Centra in Malaysia in 2017 because it is one of the very few countries in the world which offers visas upon arrival to Syrians like me. (laughs) (laughs) He was given a three-month tourist visa, and uh, he sought a better solution. I decided that I wanted to go to Ecuador, so I saved up enough money to buy a a plane ticket. I said, buy a (laughs) plane ticket. to buy a plane ticket on <laughs> turkish airways but for some reason they did not allow me on the flight and i found myself back at square one. Oh, we had he to said, go
0: all the way back to the first square
1: uh-huh it's like, yep that's like sorry the game sorry yeah that's yeah. sad uh-huh and, and some voice over the intercom went sorry <laughs> <laughs> he says he also had to pay a fine for overstaying and has been blacklisted. Man, this guy in can't Malaysia. lose can't, can't win for losing. And he is now unable to leave the airport and re enter the country. At the risk of overstaying his welcome in Malaysia second time, Mr. Al Qantar traveled to Cambodia but was prohibited from entering. I was deemed illegal in Malaysia, so I chose to fly to Cambodia but they confiscated my passport upon arrival, he explained. By the way, I don't know how he talks. I just love that voice. We need to check what the purpose of the visit is. I think that's how he talks. No, that's actually a different person. This is Sock <laughs> oh, Vinsa. Oh, okay. That I, just like, I told talks. you I like the voice. Okay. We need to check what their purpose <laughs> of their visit is, said Director Sock Visna. <laughs> Sorry. Mr. Al Kantar said he was sent back to Kuala Lumpur. Uh, on 7th of March and Has been stuck in the airport since Yeah, around, around here when you listen to us and we do these Fantastical voices yes they don't have To be geographically correct no so No we, they we, just have to be entertaining And, That's and, it. and one day we'll reach that one day we'll reach that goal maybe it'll be entertaining. the entertaining <laughs> goal yeah the entertaining goal headline
0: is new orleans resident keeps getting <laughs> speeding tickets for his parked car wow they must have really low sp- <laughs> it's speed it's going limits. too fast speed cameras have dipped below the surface of the news cycle you ever get a, a ticket from a red light camera Heck no i
1: know where there's one over down the street here there's oh, one it's terrible and uh i will you see that flash go off yes yes
0: Yet the programs often remain a nuisance. New Orleans resident can Donald you just Schultz, send
1: them, can you just mail them a picture
0: of a check or a picture of some money? <laughs> That's a good idea. Provides the the latest example of municipal malfeasance. What's that? Malfeasance? Malfeasance. Ma- it's a word we don't know here on Weird. A speed camera has issued at least ten speeding citations since 2011. Those are really fast. To the Nissan Frontier that Schultz parks in front of his house a car doing more than the posted 35-mile-per-hour limit triggers a camera located in the median of Canal Boulevard, but the camera reads the stationary Frontier's license plate instead of the one on the speeding vehicle. So
1: he's, it's... it's Can you imagine? It's, it's like locking on his, it's, seeing, yeah, it's, it's scanning seen it.
0: his instead of the people that are going by. Somebody speeds by and it shoots a picture, but it gets his plate of the parked car. Imagine explaining this to a judge, and it's happened over 10 times. You should see the car is clearly parked in a place where you wouldn't be driving. The issue has been a seven-year hassle for Schultz. But Oh, seven-year hassle, another good band name, because he has to go to City Hall to get each ticket overturned. It's got so bad that years ago I even had a telephone number of the person in the traffic violation offices, so I called them directly. I didn't have to go all the way down there, and the problem ended for a time, but in 2016, a contractor repositioned the speed camera away from Schultz's car when the camera, when the city workers came, uh, he stopped talking about two sentences yeah, ago. He did. He did. I kept with his voice, but we were enjoying it. When city workers moved the camera back to its original position at the end of the last month, Schultz received two citations in early April. The most recent one due uh, to a speeding New Orleans Police Department vehicle. <laughs> it's a cop spin wow. through. The situation bolsters arguments that speed camera traps aren't about safety. They're money makers. That's what they are. They're about money. The city told uh, the television station that's covered this. Each citation must be approved by a technician and then by a police officer, meaning that two pairs of eyes repeatedly ignoring the details of the cit- of the citation. New Orleans officials said that they won't move the camera, but that the contractor that handles the tickets will have the, uh, its employees properly trained. To manage the data it receives from the camera, so what you guys you got some lazy employees that are just looking at what the
1: well I think that if it's a if it's an intersection that has proven it's had deadly accidents over and over again, I may not be as against it on those areas like the one that we're that we're talking about down towards uh, Gallatin, yeah, um, that is an intersection that probably is. Pretty bloody if there's an accident because that's, that's a main highway. That's true, and you don't want to get hit in that. And that's you know, I, so I could kind of, in a way, certain places I would be more open and understand. Yeah, but when they just start putting them everywhere just for the sake of you know getting money, yeah, it's what they're doing. Well, now you know what we got. We got this. And now a weird moment from history. Phone booth stuffing. You may have to explain this to well, some of we, our younger well, listeners. Well, on, on, on Thanksgiving Day, mom, <laughs> oh, no, would, mom, not would, that. mom would make a phone booth that was full of, like, t- stuffing. It she was, makes stuffing out of stuff she found in phone booths. Phone booth stuff. <laughs> Gross. Phone booth stuffing, a 1950s pop culture challenges where they would try to fit as many people as they could inside of a phone booth. And that's weird. They
0: were really bored back then. That is weird. You, you talk about weird that is weird.
1: Yeah, the internet may enable and perpetuate any number of ridiculous challenges, but the art of doing stupid or reckless stuff just for the heck of it has been around forever. Much like the goldfish swallowing craze that swept through. <laughs> don't don't eat those slugs. No, please. Through the colleges of the '30s, phone booth stuff, phone booth stuffing became a fad of the hour in the '50s. So people probably, I'm sure, we got some young, a couple of young listeners here and there. Phone booth was actually a box you got inside a glass a box, much glass like, box. like Doctor Who's. Well, well, kind of. Or Superman size. would change in, into Superman. He well, would change his clothes. I'm afraid they room. would know Doctor Who more than well, because because that, Superman. But, that's a, but that's, that's a British version. of That's a police call box. That's not a... Same size, though. Yeah, but much nicer much bigger on much the bigger, inside much bigger on the inside yeah. and much nicer <laughs> legend has that the phone booth stuffing was popular popularized by a group of 25 south african students who managed to cram themselves into a single booth in 1959 big deal clowns have been doing this in Volkswagens for how long <laughs> oh, they can cram 100 clowns oh in my a gosh they just keep coming and coming <laughs> and coming crazy. it's like when are you guys gonna be de-? and here comes wrinkles right at the end to <laughs> scare everybody <laughs> As word of their exploit spread, other colleges couldn't help challenging it. Rules for the challenge varied from college to college. The thing that really stunk about this is they had to send letters to challenge each other. took them (laughs) weeks before they'd find out. And by the time they'd try to do the challenge, it was on to the next thing. They had to get the photos developed. It was a nightmare. It was over by the time they did it. Rules for the challenge varied from college to college. Some required everyone to be totally inside the booth. Some allowed legs and arms to stick out. cheating. While others just required more than half of a person's body to be in count. In to count In England Where the practice was called Telephone booth squash <laughs> They required someone So to, now you got squash and stuff They got the right idea That they, yeah, they have squash They required someone To be able to make A successful phone That's call That's it Yes Once the booth was fully occupied So like you're the little guy They throw you in first If you had 50 of me We would win every time Oh every single time Yeah but then you'd have no change or something. You would make a call. Yeah. Incorporating the feet into their academics, many students tried to devise ways of fitting in more people through the application of geometry and calculus. Students fasted to fit in Good night. and even recruited as many small-bodied freshmen as they could find for the cause. As the stakes rose... As the stakes <laughs> rose... They began cutting class. Groups claiming to break the record uh, even upended a phone booth, knocked it on its side, and piled in like it was a canoe. <laughs> rumors of the school in Canada, rumors of a school in Canada, claim they had managed to cram forty people into a phone booth. No way. That's not. But I, an investigation found they had used a fraternity phone room and were disqualified. Okay, it's a in phone most room. People's eyes. Yeah foam what if doctor who showed up though that would be disqualified because that's bigger on the inside it's much bigger you could fit four thousand people on the that whole thing. universe it's got different probably. levels and right. stuff yeah despite receiving press from news outlets all over the country and being featured in time magazine the fad lost momentum by the end of 1959 the same year is started a new challenge of stuffing kids in Volkswagen <laughs> Beetles would emerge, if you call clown's kids I guess yep. would emerge for um, emerge years later but phone booth stuffing would only rear its head during reunions and class anniversaries in the coming half century. Do you remember the Time
0: magazine photo of the kids all stuffed into the phone booth? I remember no. seeing that as a child and just like what in the, what is going on? Is I figured it was some kind of contest. What in tarnation. My mom explained it to me. She she remembered it. And she's like, "Yeah, this is what we used to do." And I was like, "Boy, I'm glad I live in the '70s." <laughs> Twenty years ago, y'all were nuts. Yeah, you guys were like eating
1: fish. <laughs> yeah, gold swallowing goldfish, the goldfish, swallowing goldfish, cramming and whatnot, po- sewing poodles under your skirts. What's All wrong bad? with you people? It's time for the Mark Patch Top Ten. Top ten bizarre things Americans believe, according to studies. This also, like last episode, comes to us from Top10s.net. This must Top be really stupid people, too.
0: Net. Now we covered number ten in a
1: story. Number ten. Seven percent of Americans think chocolate milk comes from brown cows. Remember that? Remember us covering that? Oh my gosh, I want to forget it. And these are according to actual studies.
0: Number nine of the top ten bizarre things Americans believe: thousands of Americans believe they're being systematically harassed and stalked by groups of people for no reason. The Illuminati. I got a little a little paragraph about this. Gang stalkers is the term used to describe a very specific form of paranoia that affects an unknown. But an insignificant number of Americans. You're insignificant. In short, not you, not you, that person. In short, those who believe they're being wait 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 in shorts, <laughs> those who believe they're being gang stalked, believe that they're at the center of a systematic, targeted harassment campaign involving hundreds, if not thousands, of individuals. A fear needlessly stoked by internet echo chambers. What's that? Echo echo. echo <laughs> Is that chamber, like a chat chamber, room? Chamber. Uh, People are still about internet echo chambers. I don't know. People just keep talking about it. Victims of this bizarre conspiracy quite literally believe that everyone is out to get them to the point experts studying it have found individuals who believe their dog has been replaced by an exact double that oh, is that trained can, to nip at them.
1: That can happen. Sure. <laughs> Number eight of the top ten bizarre things Americans believe. A quarter of Americans believe God has a role to play and who wins the Super Bowl? That's a tricky one right there, Craig. I don't think so. I think it's just, I think, hey, you know, he's got bigger things on his plate. I
0: mean, well, it depends on how deep you want to go into that question. I or just that don't statement. think
1: – I don't think uh, – I don't either. I don't either. But, I mean, no, I, I can see
0: where people would.
1: Maybe, uh, but I just don't think he
0: interferes with that kind of stuff. Number 12 – I mean, number 12. <laughs> number number <seven. laughs> 12, we're
1: going to start over with
0: 12 this time. Number seven of the top ten bizarre things Americans believe – Twelve million Americans believe lizard people secretly run the U.S.
1: They don't. <laughs> Twelve million and one now. Number six. A bunch of Americans believe HTML is an is. <laughs> 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 I gotta say, what, I gotta explain what this is. A bunch of Americans believe HTML. Hypertext markup language, yep. which is the code you use to write web pages, is an STD. <laughs> According to a poll of America's less tech savvy residents aged 18 and over, some 11% reported they thought that HTML was the name of a terrifying and hilariously sounding STD. <laughs> well, which STD. is it? It
0: can't be both terrifying and hilarious sounding.
1: But we're not done. The study also found that a decent amount of the people turn the page quizzed <laughs> we're almost hilariously computer illiterate reporting among other things that mp3 was the name of one of the robots in star wars number five as many americans believe in bigfoot as the big bang theory how
0: do they know that darn it
1: darn it i don't want to poke anybody with a snake here but how do they know that <laughs>
0: It's due to a study. There was a study that pointed to this uh, this stat.
1: Number four, top ten bizarre things Americans believe, according to studies. Yes. Number four. Almost 50% of Americans believe major news outlets make up stuff about Donald Trump. Well, yeah. I think they make up stuff about everybody. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I don't well, think not just even, Donald Trump. I don't think
0: you need to be that specific. Number three, a significant proportion of Americans... Try be- to be more constructive with your feedback. Please. A significant proportion of Americans believe dinosaurs and humans coexisted. Much like The Land Lost in Time or whatever that movie was. Or the show from... Lost in... No, I wasn't land Lost in Space. Land of the Lost? Land of the Lost, Ooh, yeah. Have
1: you watched Lost in Space? yeah.
0: Couldn't get into it. Why? I could not get into How it. How many did you watch? I just watched the first one no, no, all no, the no, way no,
1: through, no no. no, 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 no. You got no. no, to watch no, no. the second one. I didn't want to. No, no, no. Decide after the second one. I didn't want to. But listen to me. I'm trying to save you. I've got to be hooked. No, 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 listen. The first. Breaking Bad hooked the me. The first Lost in Space episode, you got to be a little patient with it. Better Call Saul hooked me. No, listen. I got to see more. Listen. <laughs> listen. Play the first one. I mean, I you watch the first one. Yeah. No, just watch the second one. I got so bored. It's It's so good. She's under this ice. They did not spare it they they spent they they spent money <laughs> what are you saying they spared no expense they 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 put full-on first into the show it is, just looks like so it. good now see i never watched the original i love erwin Ir- allen i never watched Lori watched it time tunnel maybe if i had seen the towering the inferno are these lost are lost in space well the towering inferno was a, was a movie yeah but he did time tunnel lost in space uh i think he did uh i think erwin did um Land of the Giants. He was he was great. Just fantasy. I never. I never.
0: When I was a kid, we were outside playing kick the can. We weren't inside watching. It's funny
1: you say that. I was watching Twilight Zone the movie last night, and kick the can is the game that Scatman Crothers has the old people playing at the retirement home. Really? When they all turn young? I don't remember that. Oh,
0: I do remember that. Yeah, that's cool. Well, we just covered all kinds of stuff then. Man, there was nothing better than an eight o'clock game of kick the can in the summertime.
1: I never knew how to play that game. Oh, it was so fun. Hey, number two. Yeah, number two. Yeah. Top ten bizarre things Americans believe. Number two. Half of Americans believe global global warming will harm America, but not them personally.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's going to melt the planet, but like I'll be okay. Half America doesn't believe it's a thing. That's right. And the number one, Craig, the number one top t- Wait, wrong song. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> I hit the wrong button. The number one top ten bizarre things Americans believe, according to studies... Barely anyone in America knows anything about the Constitution, and I'm not going to give applause to that. We normally give applause at number one. That's just sad. That is sad. I'm just going to give it this. No, wait. I'm going to give it this. Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now I'm going to give it this. (laughs) There we go. That's the end of another... If everybody knew more about the Constitution, it would be a better... Well, I don't know. Today's today's America, who knows, Craig. But this is episode 170. 170. How's that
1: possible? We're just cooking right along, brother. We're cooking? Not, not hey, chicken. Hey, we've been at
0: this almost two years
1: now. I know. We should probably hang it up.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for episode 170. Be sure to leave us a review. Please. Just stop You sound silly